The Cardano Effect did their last show Saturday as Rick and Philippe sign off for the final time. Susanna Gira is back with more on her stake pool spreadsheets, and this time she's brought a friend who's doing amazing things himself. And the Cardano Foundation releases their brand animation video on the heels of Ireland's Institute of Creative Advertising and Design nomination. We'll show you highlights. That's what's ahead on this edition of your Cardano Update. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us on this Tuesday. It is the 15th of December, 2020. I'm James Kiever with United Stakes of Cardano. Before we begin, would you please quickly hit that thumbs up icon and make sure you're subscribed to our channel. Also, United Stakes of Cardano, the stake pool responsible for bringing you this newscast, has three highly skilled partners working for you. I take care of PR, marketing, and communications. Isaac runs the server, and Dave takes care of the finances, legal compliance, and regulations. What's the team look like for your stake pool? Just saying. All right, let's dive right into the news. The beginning of Gogan ushers in a new era. Now more than ever, things are changing, and that was painfully evident Saturday watching the final episode of The Cardano Effect. Are we gonna wrap it up on the high note and bid farewell to the viewers? I think that's it. I'm, Cardano's going past the moon. We're going to Andromeda. You know, we're gonna hit Andromeda before the, it crashes into the Milky Way galaxy, so strap yourself in it's going to be a, a great ride and uh you know i hope everyone achieves their dreams and becomes successful and their investments work out and pan out stay focused stay safe and uh i think it's going to be good you know it's going to be good so let's see where we're at in the next couple of years revisit and uh it's going to be a fun ride because we're going for number one yep number one number one <laughs> Rick and Philippe did their last episode of the Cardano Effect Saturday, and it is truly sad to see them go. They basically started this podcast game, and the space will not be the same without new episodes of the Cardano Effect. We're hoping to hear more from Rick and Philippe from their personal channels, and hope they're not dismissing the possibility of a reunion show in the future. Rick and Philippe, thanks again for all the great content. We're truly going to miss the show. Because it's hard to find good sources of information out there, and that's what the Cardano Effect was. A really good source of information for the community, stake pool operators, and delegates. Kind of like those spreadsheets Suzanne Ajira has been putting out lately that document stake pools performance metrics. We had her on not too long back to discuss those spreadsheets, and now she returns with a friend who's aggregating data in a pretty impressive way himself. Calling me to discuss this data and how it's being aggregated is Leslie, a stake pool operator with Bandarini Stake Pool, ticker B-A-N-D-A. -A. Leslie, thank you for calling in. Thanks, uh, thanks for having me. And Suzanne, you know her as Ajira on Twitter, the first to create these spreadsheets that started to shed some light on the kind of money pools we're making and insights on delegate behavior. Suzanne, it's great to have you back on the show. 
Always a pleasure, James. So uh, there's been a development in the aggregation of all of this state pool data, and I'm really glad you both called in because I'd like to talk about it. Suzanne, if you could just start by telling us, you know, you started this all with your spreadsheets. How did that come about, and what's really in those things? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we might have covered some of this last time you and I chatted, um, but that whole spreadsheet deal was a way for me to sort and filter pool data based on trends that either I was seeing or that I wanted to monitor. And you know, I was kind of playing the data there. I had 12 different wallets going there at one time um, so that for a couple of reasons, I could help support small pools, but also um, I kind of had this delegation strategy going that was making me much more than the average that you were supposed to get so that particular spreadsheet and that data came off uh, primarily of pooltool.io. Uh, that spreadsheet helped me sort and filter things so that I could look at pools in, in different ways and to see you know, how they were trending and, and the way that delegation was even moving. Yeah. It was pretty telling. <laughs> now, Leslie, how did you uh, enter the picture? So I um, saw uh, one of Suzanne's tweets for the uh, uh, the stats spreadsheet at the end of the epoch and uh, the thing that struck me the most about the spreadsheet was just the simplicity of its presentation mm -hmm. I put myself in the in the shoes of a delegator and I said wow here's just a simple list of all of the pools that I could choose from uh, it's got their ROIs uh, their stake uh, how many blocks they've already made etc uh, etc et it was just a consolidated view of everything something a lot simpler than if I was searching through pools on uh, Ada Pools or PoolTool.io or if I was going into Daedalus uh, for that matter. Um, and so I reached out to uh, Suzanne on Twitter and I said like, uh, what do you think about, uh, you know, productionizing this thing, you know, making it available on a more permanent basis on the internet. I'll build it up and I'll host it and that's how the pool picker started. And Suzanne, I bet you were ecstatic because you were manually scraping that data if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> Yep, and I still do it that way. Uh, yeah, I was. I was really excited about that. And uh, actually, when I saw that for the first time, I about fell over. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, I was checking it out, and it is very interesting. Leslie, can you tell me a little bit about the, the uh, website? What's the? It's automated, right? And it's constant. It, it's always live, right? It's not like at the end of an epoch. Tell us a little bit about it, if you would. Uh, yeah. So um, relying on Ada pools. Um, and uh, I'll use this opportunity to thank Ada Pools for providing, for providing this data on, on a, a near real-time basis. Um, so I'm simply pulling in the data every hour, uh, putting it up in a, in a table, and then just using um, uh, various ways of being able to filter and to sort the data based on your requirements. So as a delegator, uh, if I said, you know what, I, uh, I'm not interested in any pools that have an ROI of less than 4.5%, um, uh, they must have minted at least five blocks, for example. I don't know, I'm just using that. Uh, and actually, I'm one of those guys that wants to support, uh, or girls that want to support um, smaller pools. So I'm looking for pools that are between, let's say, 10 and 30 million, right? I can plug those numbers in, and then suddenly I've got Boom. You know, this expanse of pools that I couldn't see before. I've now got like a list of maybe 40 or 50, uh, and I can just go through those. And um, one of the most recent features I added is that uh, as soon as you've got your list, you can then just click on the ticker uh, and go to the pool's website, 
uh, and see if you like what they what they've got. You know, perhaps they've got some bouncing off points of their social media or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's just a way of filtering out the noise and being more specific about your choices. And yep. it's about empowering delegates. I think the issue now is delegators are just bombarded with um, uh, stuff on social media and people saying, you know, we're the best. Um, mm -hmm. But being able to choose based on your criteria. I want to support a smaller pool. I want to go and filter out some smaller pools. I want to put some into a bigger pool where I know I'm going to get some constant and uh, consistent returns. So perhaps I'll you know figure out which pool I want to I want to put in over there. Yeah, it's um, that's kind of where it's brilliant. It's uh, it's it's going to be very very useful. I'm looking forward to using it in the future. Now, real quick, we don't have a lot of time, but as year I did, you touched on the twelve wallets. And uh, but that that situation has changed. You don't have twelve wallets anymore. Can you talk to us a little bit about what's? That's true. Yeah, I I ran those twelve wallets for a while, and uh, that was a good experience. It was a whole lot of work. But as you know, Catalyst voting is up this week, and we're about to embark on that. And if you want some serious voting power, you've got to consolidate your ADA. So I have done that. Uh, apologies to any small pools who have that is probably happening um, a bit across delegation and in all pools but yeah I did that well, there's another influencing uh, factor though we were talking about earlier isn't there with the K parameter yeah well yeah you're talking about yeah. specific <laughs> I mean that's what we're interested in you I don't know of another person on earth who had 12 wallets managed 12 sets of keys so yeah, uh, they're probably out there. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. We were talking about this. Leslie and I were talking about this uh, earlier, and that is that uh, I'm not sure now if this change in uh, K parameter is going to alter the the strategy that I was using with small pools. Mm -hmm. um, my assumption is that because we have such a far greater number of pools that are uh, able to saturate that that sweet spot, remember I talked about that, started at about two and a half million. I suspect that that sweet spot is going to change, um, that it will be compressed, simply because we have so many more pools that can saturate. Mm -hmm. the, the number uh, that will be able to fit in that category of small pool may shift, and the uh, that sweet spot, the beginning and ending. You think uh, that sweet spot delegation. will shrink in half, or maybe even more? I don't know. You know, a, a really super duper numbers guy mm. might be the one to answer this. Mm. Um, maybe you could, but uh, and and we haven't had enough uh, epics yet to to test this. So the question for me is, do I want to continue doing this? I'm not sure. Uh, and if I do, then how many wallets am I going to set up again to test this? Mm. And as I've told you, about 68% of the time, these small pools will make a block. Mm -hmm. um, so having multiple pools kind of diminishes your risk there. Yeah, I just don't know. I, I don't know yet. Leslie, I'm curious. What are your thoughts on the K parameter adjustments coming up? Uh, yeah, I mean, or I think, already uh, happened, I should say. Yeah, yeah, already happened. I mean, I, I think as as K um, uh, does get um, get higher, uh, we are going to see more pools, and I think that there will be. Uh, more specific opportunities uh, to find, um, you know, these pools that might give you the outsized returns in, in you know, in, in, in the short to medium term. Um, and obviously, uh, what Suzanne is doing, hopefully, is going to be available in Daedalus natively, 
soon next year, I think. Mm. The ability to uh, delegate to multiple pools from a, uh, from a single wallet, or at least have Daedalus uh, give you the ability to um, to delegate to multiple pools at the same time. Uh, and I think that is going to be uh, a bit of a game changer mm -hmm. um, for, the S for SPOs in general. Uh, but it's also going to be a game changer for delegates, specifically as Suzanne said, because you can now spread your risk. You know, it's the same as um, uh, allocating money to the stock market, right? Like most people will tell you, don't put all your money into one stock. You sort of spread them around, particularly for dividend-paying stocks. It's kind of the same approach. Mm -hmm. Why not spread your risk amongst pools instead of putting all of your ADA into a pool that might fail or that might not generate the best returns it can? Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, spread it out. Well, Ajira and Leslie, I really appreciate you both calling in to discuss this. Now, Ajira, you are not a stake pool operator. You're just a delegate. But, Leslie, you are a stake pool operator. If you could really quick tell us about your stake pool and your ticker. And, uh, yeah, love to hear it. Yeah. Tick is Banda, B-A-N-D-A, uh, Bandarini.net. You can find the pool picker on insights.bandarini.net. Uh, uh, my uh, fixed fees 340, um, variable is 1.8%. And uh, after every 18 epochs for my first minting epoch, which was 230, hmm. I'm committed to also giving 10% of my SPO fees to uh, charities that support um, homeless families and people in the US and the UK. Oh, that's awesome. Um, that is awesome. So there should be more of that coming. I've Figured that after 18 epoch two, there should be sometime at the beginning of February. So there'll be there'll be um, uh, I'll I'll put something on the website and I'll put it probably put it in a blog. There'll be a big chunk of money going out to some charities. Excellent, and I'll be sure to include links to uh, your pool picker website and uh, Ajira, one of your your latest spreadsheets, uh, in the description of this video. Now, I wonder if maybe we could regroup, maybe the end of March, when the next K-parameter change is scheduled, and we can kind of talk about uh, your website, your spreadsheets, data, and how the K-parameter is changing it all. Would that be cool with you guys? Absolutely. Perfect. Again, thank you both for calling in. We'll talk again soon. The Cardano Foundation's brand reappraisal, Project Renovare, was a significant corporate refresh involving the visual elements of the existing visual identity to reflect the new audiences and stakeholders expected to be joining the ecosystem. Yesterday, the Cardano Foundation released their brand animation video, which provides an overview of the new visuals and the inspiration behind it. This on the heels of the nomination by Ireland's Institute of Creative Advertising and Design for Cardano's Project Renovare, the animation demonstrates the Cardano's brand's look and feel, and we'll be sure to include a link to the blog post the Cardano Foundation published about it in the description of this video. Okay, folks, that about wraps it up for today. One final reminder to please like the video and subscribe to our channel. And don't forget, the next time you need a reliable pool with a solid history of block production and a team of experts actively serving their delegates and the community, United Stakes of Cardano. You can look us up in Daedalus or Uroi with the ticker USA01. And if you'd like to discuss a story you saw on the show or a story you'd like to see on the show, here are the best ways to reach out to us. And of course, the comments in the comment section of this video is also a great place to keep the dialogue going. And if you just can't get enough of the Cardano Foundation and their marketing efforts, we had Maria Majub named one of the best marketers in blockchain on the show not too long back. Our best viewed show of all time, no less, and you can check it out 
by clicking right here. Again, thank you for watching everyone. I'm James Kiever and that's your Cardano Update.